The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm delighted to welcome you to the Self-Improvement Show Take a look at today's self-improvement blog. That's theselfimprovementblog.com, all run together as one word. You're going to find information about our guest as well as his picture. And after hearing what he has to say today, I think you're going to want to know more. So take a a look at the blog. There are also articles having to do with every facet of self-improvement, and they change on a daily basis. So take a look. And if there's something you really like, or something you really don't like, you know, leave me a comment. I'd, I'd really like to know that. Now, I don't have to tell you that the economy has been a challenge for all of us, over the, or at least most of us, over the past few years. Some have lost their savings, their homes, their jobs. Some have recovered and thrived, while others are still down, still looking, still worrying. Some have used it as a stepping stone for remarkable success. And the question sometimes comes up for those who don't make it, do you have the courage to achieve financial freedom? Now, most of us would respond quickly to that question with, are you kidding me? Of course I do. But think about it. What do you have to do to get there? And how would your life change? If you became wealthy or financially free, now, would you be able to handle it? Uh, what if you became successful and then lost it all? Could you do it all over again? And then what? You know, what if people start to take advantage of you because you have money? Now, all of these kind of thoughts go through our minds now and then. Well, we're going to talk about this today with somebody who really knows how to get through that. Our guest is Cheney Weiner. He's the foundation of the Cheney Institute of Human Potential and is a sought-after authority on personal development and potential. He has inspired millions of people around the world sharing his breakthrough methods for personal and professional success. His signature Breakthrough to Achieve program, along with his various courses and programs, are the combination of more than 23 years of multidisciplinary study. His work has been featured on Montel Across America, 
Hollywood Confidential with Lisa Gibbons, Martha Stewart Living Radio, and Hay House Radio. He's been with us before and is always a great guest, and it's my pleasure to welcome Cheney Weiner to the Self-Improvement Show. Cheney, welcome. Well, thank you for having me, Irene. I appreciate being here and being back on again with you. Well, it's always nice because you always have things to say that people need to hear. Tell us, for those who haven't heard you before, tell us a little bit about yourself, who is Cheney Weiner, not to be confused with the guy in New York. <laughs> yeah, just a little side note to that. It's funny you actually brought him up because my first name is Cheney. That was the former vice president. My middle name is Joseph, and that's the first name of the current vice president, and then we have that guy in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and the name is spelled the same, but... Do not confuse the two. Yes, I'm Weiner and he's Weiner, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, we won't go there. So tell us about yourself, and tell us about uh, the Human Potential Institute. Yeah, that's set up to really help people realize their full human potential in the different areas of their lives, whether it's their finances, which is what we're going to be speaking about today, or it's the spiritual cause they have, or it's their physical health, perhaps their career, their family, their mindset, you know, just the different areas of their life, because obviously every person is going to have different needs and different, you know, everyone has different values and different needs, so I set it up based on that instead of it being geared towards one particular area of life, so to speak. Sounds like something most people could use at some time or another. You know, yeah. today, today we're going to talk about financial freedom. And we hear the words financial freedom, financial security, financial independence. And we'd all like to have that, oh, the freedom, the security, the independence. Now talk a little bit more about this. What does it mean to have financial freedom? How many bucks do you have to have in the bank? Or what well, does it take? Of course, financial freedom, security, independence, that's obviously going to mean different things, different people. And I mentioned about a minute or two ago about values and really that security or that finance, well, financial security, freedom, independence is going to be based on those values or based on what's most important to each person. I mean, to some people, to many people, family is most important to them. So, therefore, having financial freedom is going to be a way for them to help their family. For other people, it's going to be maybe their physical health. For someone else, it could be, let's say, some spiritual cause that they have. Now, the interesting thing is, along with the freedom, this is really important. In fact, I really like what you said in the beginning about People, you know, they have this, I'll, I'll put it in my words, that people feel, oh, if they have the money, they're going to have other people help, you know, coming to them, asking them for money, and just all these other outside pressures. So with that being said, with the whole, what does it mean to have financial freedom, just understand that along with the freedom, there's going to be the opposite. There's going to be the constraint, and they work together, this freedom and constraint, and that's important. And we'll get more into this as we move along, but it's important to know that you're going to have both. So what I'm getting at here is just because someone thinks, hey, I'm going to have financial freedom now, I'll, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're, they're going to have a full freedom all the time because there's stuff that comes in. There's new obligations, or I don't say obligations, but there's, there's responsibilities and accountabilities that come along with that quote-unquote freedom. 
So, but but freedom, financial freedom would be then my own personal interpretation. So, if I thought financial freedom was enough money to keep my bills paid and be able to help other people in a certain way or, you know, my kind of favorite little projects, and I had that, then then I could consider myself financially free. Is, yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because that would actually con- well, contribute to whatever it is that's most important to you, which was, is in the case of the example that you just gave. I was saying that it's for family, whatever it is for the particular person. So, yeah, in that sense, there'll be that freedom and that part of whatever it is that the person is looking to achieve is going to, in a sense, be fulfilled. Because I think, I mean, it's pretty obvious having the quote-unquote financial freedom, it it does help people in their lives to, let's say, let's say, feel more at ease, if you will. But you can be trapped in that, too, in a way, because if I think financial freedom means I have to have a couple million dollars in reserve and I can't ever get that, then I, I won't be free. Yeah, and that's true. And to, to some people, that's not even enough. Some people, God, I need to have $100 million. So, I know. And, and then you have the opposite end of the spectrum. Some people say, geez, you know, I'd be fine with just having my bills taken care of. And maybe making one hundred fifty thousand a year. I don't need all that money. So really, it's going to. It's not only does it mean different things to different people, but the 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 bar, so to speak, is going to be higher for some and lower for others. But again, that's going to be specific to each person, situation. And just because one person says, "Geez, you know, I'm fine with one hundred thousand, one hundred fifty thousand dollars per year," you know, that doesn't mean that. That's bad or anything. Someone else, it may be two million a year, but whatever it is to that particular person, that's what counts because that's what's most important to them. Exactly. Now, some people who are listening to this, or some people who hear it later as a download, might be thinking about why they're stuck. They think they're stuck in a, a never-ending financial crisis, and there's no end in sight. You know, what about this? How can somebody begin to change this around? Do they start with their thinking? Do they start with earning more? What do they do? Yeah, you know, it's what it was the very first thing that you said. You start with thinking, and I, you know, I know with me, I remember, you know, I I had myself in a situation where I was well over one hundred thousand dollars in debt, and I actually lost count of what it was. I had gotten involved in a business deal with someone, and it ended up costing me $30,000, and then the legal fees, and then after that happened, there was, you know, I, I started to draw all these events into my life, and it put me in that debt, and I was looking at the situation, I was like, geez, there is never going to be an end in sight here, and then, what, and then what I did was, I just started to look back over the course of my life, every, you know, all the, all the situations that I was in that put me in that situation, or all the events that put me in that situation, and I just started to look, see, hey, you know, what were the benefits of those situations, because even though it, it looked bad on the surface, to me, and once I start to realize, you know, what are the benefits, and, you know, how does it serve me in my life, I start to connect the dots, and that was the very first thing I did, which led to a breakthrough that I had, which eventually turned it around for me. So for those of you listening, whatever that is for you, it's okay to look back at your situation, and I'll just say it this way, 
to not really blame yourself, but just look at how everything that has transpired in your life up to your current point, how it's served you in your life, and just take the time to connect the dots. And it will take a little time, and then you just start to see these little revelations pop out, and that gets your mindset really in the right direction, so to speak, so then you can go and take the action you know, the actions that are necessary to turn things around and to have that financial freedom and to also turn your life around as well. How do they get out of that negativity that says, oh, I'm stuck here, I can't ever make it, it's way too big, Uh, I don't earn enough, you know, all of that kind of thing that we rehearse in our minds. Where's the beginning point of turning that around? Well, as strange as this is going to sound... It's actually a good thing because you want to use those thoughts that come in, those negative thoughts, because they're, they're getting you to really get grounded, uh, so to speak, and to, to really get clear on what is most important to you because you take a look at anyone who's in this situation, and I was in this situation who, who, who had the debt and, and just had those thoughts going on, and let's face it, I didn't have a high value on money, even though I was always good at saving it. For some reason, things happened, and it put me in a situation I didn't want to be in. And it started by really looking at those thoughts that I had coming in, like, you know, okay, um, I'm getting these negative thoughts. They're there for a reason. Well, they were there to get me to get clear and to put a higher value on money. And I know it's a mindset thing, but that's really where it starts. And to look, like I was saying before, there's an equal amount of benefits, there's an equal amount of drawbacks, to what has taken place in your life. And once you realize what that is, then it clears out a lot of those thoughts. You get clear on what you're looking to do, and then you put a higher value on money, which I'm sure we'll mention in a few minutes. And then from there, it just starts to take off, so to speak. And on that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Cheney Weiner about achieving financial freedom. So stay tuned. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Vasily. Radio to thrive by. Want the inside scoop about what's going on in the social networks of art and entertainment? Tune in to Star Power Hour brought to you by 4talent.com. We'll talk to the top professionals in the entertainment industry and find out what they're working on and what's next. Your host is James Barber, who has his finger on the pulse of the arts and entertainment world. Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? 
Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Shani Weiner. We're talking about... Financial freedom, something everybody wants to know more about. And Cheney, we were talking before the break about how people can pull themselves back from the brink, but there's still a mindset among people that once they achieve financial freedom, that their life's going to be easier or they'll be able to live the easy life, the good life. You say that's partly true, but there's something else most people don't realize that may actually stop them before they even get started from having the kind of financial freedom they want. Can you talk a little more about this? Yeah, and this this goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about this whole idea that you can't have freedom without having the constraint, just like you can't have ease without difficulty. And in this particular case, we're talking about financial freedom, the difficulties that occur is figuring out, well, how do you deal with those new sets of responsibilities that come up now? So you, know, you, you get someone who may all of a sudden now be earning a million dollars a year, they got all this money coming in, well, other people are going to know that they're making money, family, friends, and you know, word always seems to get out. Well, now there's the re- these, these new sets of responsibilities that come up. People asking you to loan them money, people now criticizing you who didn't criticize you before, people are going to see you differently, you know, and then from your end, you're going to want to please everyone. And these types of, let's just say, well, let me say the, the realization, this realization that comes up as a result of having uh, financial freedom, for many people are, in a sense, aware, let's say subconsciously aware of it, and they have a hidden block within them that says, geez, you know, if I'm going to have all this money, I don't want to deal with any of that. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier. And many times people will sabotage. In fact, quite often people will say, geez, you know, I don't want to deal with that. People agree. I don't want... It's that kind of stuff. And I'm glad you asked the question because this is something to be aware of. Now, just because someone may not, you know, again, it goes back to what you were saying before. Different people are going to want to have more money, and others are just content with $100,000 a year. Some people are content with 60000 a year. Most people just want to have their bills paid so they don't have to worry about it. So whatever that is to them, great. So when it comes yep. to this, it's the whole, you know, you know, I don't want to have more responsibility. I don't want all that money, and that's, 
typically the sabotaging part of it. Well, and I've heard people say, and this one kind of boggles my mind, what if I make all that money and then I lose it all? Can I do it? I have to do it all over again. Now, and what will people think if I do that? I mean, I, it seems a little unreal to me, but I've heard it from a number of people now. It's kind of interesting to me. It is interesting, and uh, let me you know, just what? say, it is, that's, that's rather interesting, but I will say this in, in regards to that, that there are people out there who have made millions and millions and millions of dollars lost and then got it right back because they had the mindset for it. So yeah, you think of Donald Trump. How many times has yeah. he declared bankruptcy? Yeah, exactly, and, and, and he's not... The only one. However, it's that initial mindset of, hmm, yeah, I don't know if I want to really deal with all that. Those are going to be the people who are, they're right. They're not going to want to deal with it, so they'll find ways of, you know, not wanting to deal with it. <laughs> yes, they will. Let's talk about taking risks and the rewards involved. I mean, there are some risks and there are rewards involved in achieving financial freedom. Let's talk about those. Yeah, this is this is really right in line in many ways with what we were just talking about. And the bottom line is, you want big rewards, take on big risks because they come hand in hand. And certainly, as it applies to your business, and if you've ever owned your own business, you know the supports and challenges, the pains and pleasures, the ease and difficulty, the success and failure that comes along with it. And the more one side you, you get expect to have the other. And along with that, I mean, you know, I can speak for myself because I've been on both sides of the fence when I was working for someone and now I have my own business. And you still got those supports and challenges, pains and pleasures, ease and difficulties. It's just different sets. It's different sets of them. And, you know, it's just taking those, you know, and same thing with the risks and rewards. You're going to have that no matter what. The question is, how big do you want to play in the game? And when it comes to starting your own business, there's, you know, there's times where you, you know, feel isolated. There's just, you know, it seems like no one's on your side, so to speak. And then there's other times when you have that. And it just comes down to really what is most important to you? What is it that you would love to do most? And are you willing to, in a sense, give up certain things, but get other things in return. And, you know, you mentioned Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Oprah, all of them. They, they've all taken on a tremendous amount of risk, but look at the rewards they get in return. Yeah, there's that old worn-out saying, nothing ventured, nothing gained. But what if you, you know, you look at your business and you say, well, if I could put X amount of dollars in, I can get this as a return. And so you put in absolutely everything you've got, and it doesn't pay off. I mean, then you're in debt even more. When do you, I, I guess, and I'm thinking of the Kenny Rogers song, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. How do you know when it's time to, you know, not do those risks? Well, it's going to depend on, your values and what's most important to you because when you're really clear and you have a mission and you have a vision and even though you may not know all the how-to of it, but you really have a, a you know, strategies and a plan and 
you see that you're gradually on track, then you will take that risk because that's something that happened to me. I put, I want to say all of my money, but most of it into my business, and it was rough for the first few years. That's when I had the debt. But in my particular case, I was at a crossroads. I say, okay, is this really what's important to me? Am I willing to take on those risks and rewards, the supports, the challenges, the pain, the pleasures of doing this, or do I want to not do it and go down the working for someone else route because I knew I was going to get the same, you know, I knew I was going to get this uh, pains and pleasure, ease and difficulty, support and challenge there. In my case, I chose to go the business route because that's what was most important to me. That was my highest values. Now, it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. For someone else, they may choose to do something else. So for those listening, just take a look at what's most important to you, what you love doing, what inspires you, and what your cause and your purpose is. And if that leads you down to wanting to have your own business, doing what uh, what you love, then you'll do whatever it takes, travel whatever, travel whatever distance, and pay whatever price to get there. Let me throw this question at you that just popped in my head. You know, there's a lot more government regulation and taxes are really high. And now we have the new health care system that's going to cost more for our employee health care. Um, you know, and I could throw up obstacle after obstacle and I'm really not a negative thinker. Uh, but can you override all this with the passion you have for the business you want to start or the business you're running, you know, can you get creative enough to overcome all those things that get in your way? That's a great question, and you answered most of it with what you just said. <laughs> it's, it's the creativity, and I'm going to throw in the word along with that because they go hand in hand, coming up with strategies on how, in a sense, to outdistance that. So, for example, I'm just going to throw out a wild example. Let's say, and I, I never talk about government, but since you brought it up, I want to just give the example. If, let's say the government raises taxes 50%. I'm just coming up with an outrageous number. Oh, and prices yeah. are going oh. up like crazy, right? Right. Well, let's, let me say it like this. Let's say you're a family and you're bills you pay out per year, mortgage and everything, let's say that comes out to $100,000 a year. And, and as a result of the, the taxes and the government and all that, let's say that's a year now that you're having to come up with $160,000 a year to break even, so to speak. So the mindset is, okay, if they raised it $60,000, now what strategy and how creative can I get to come up with ideas that's going to allow me to make an extra $200,000 to outdistance that? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Now, I'm using high numbers just to illustrate the point, but the idea here is, and I'm glad, again, that you brought it up, is the creativity, especially that, coming up with creative ideas and having a strategy behind it. And it starts with what you said, the creativity, the ideas, because that's where it all starts. And your ability to take that and then strategize it, even though you may not know all the how-tos, is where it starts. So it's a great place, one, to start, and two, to really put yourself in the mindset that's going to take you there as well. You know, sometimes I guess what you're saying is we, we may not be able to work, work harder, but we can work smarter. Smarter. And, and, and that will get us there. Now, let's say I'm making really great money, and all of a sudden I realize that the money's just really coming in. And I look around, and I realize that a lot of the wealthy people I know are really greedy. 
you know, um, and I began to have a negative reaction to this. <laughs> I don't want to become greedy like that, but if I make all this money, maybe I will. Does this kind of mindset creep into people and, and, and you know, keep them from going forward at, at this kind of wonderful rate? Yeah, and that actually happens at all levels because someone who is mostly making $200,000 a year may feel, geez, you know, if I, you know, really, I get creative, I come up with strategies, I come up with products, programs, and services, now, you know, I can bump my salary up to $3 million a year. People may think now, geez, you know, he's making $3 million or she's making $3 million a year. They're greedy, they're evil, they're selfish, they're this. The person subconscious says, I, I want people to think that way of me, so they'll sabotage that. Subconsciously, and they'll they'll stay at the hundred thousand dollar mark or whatever that mark is for them. Just so they won't be perceived as greedy, or because they they think they'll fall into the greed trap. Well, it's really more the perception of being greedy because I don't know anybody who gets up in the morning and really says, hey, you know, I'm going to become greedy today. It's really how other people see right. them as. But people don't want to be seen that way because there's this old ancient belief that probably went back to maybe about 100 years that, oh, you know, people who were rich and wealthy, they would be seen as mean, selfish, evil, and that, as we know, is a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're not greedy now, you're not going to be greedy when you get successful. Now, it's time for us to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with Cheney Weiner about financial security. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Self-Improvement Show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Learn all about sexuality, science, and spirituality, and the connection between all three. Tune in to the Tantric Lounge with one of Australia's foremost sex therapists and expert in love and intimacy, Jacqueline Hillier. Our program is all about the art and science of sex for the thinker and explorer. Get more out of your sex life than you've ever imagined. Come visit the Tantric Lounge every Thursday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sex like you've never experienced. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Which voice do you hear? The voice of your ego or the voice of your spirit? The one you listen to can determine your entire future, your decisions, your existence. Listen to Two Voices with Dr. Nick and Reverend Linda Martin. We'll identify, discover, and explore your two voices and help you to determine how they shape your life. It's an experience which can allow you to transform your ego, hear the voice of spirit more clearly, and create the life you were meant to live. Two Voices is heard Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Cheney Weiner. We're talking about financial freedom. And I want to ask Cheney this. You know, you talk a lot about positive thinking, but you also say that positive thinking can destroy your ability to achieve financial wealth and freedom. I don't know how, but, you know, talk about this. How can positive thinking hold me back? Yeah, it, uh, well, I'm going to... Talk about a story. You brought up Donald Trump, and this is a great story that really illustrates this point very well. A number of years back, Trump and his group, they, uh, they were building the Hudson River Project in New York City along the Hudson River. I think it was in the late, somewhere in the late 90s. I'm not sure on the date. I believe it was in the 90s. But anyway, Trump and his team, they had a business plan, and it detailed all of the specifics that were involved in this particular project. So what he would do is he would meet with his team on a regular basis to oversee how the project was progressing. And during these meetings, something very surprising and really shocking to a lot of people was taking place. What Trump was doing was he was instructing his team to find out anything that could possibly go wrong and interfere with, uh, with his plan. And the reason he was doing this is because, you know, well, there was a reason why he was doing this. And the reason was, or many people would see this as taking a negative approach to this particular project. Now, this ties into, and I'm going to come back to the story in a minute, this ties into the whole positive, you know, how positive thinking can actually interfere or sabotage having a financial freedom. Now, what he would now, as far as Donald Trump, what he was doing was he he had he specifically hired people to go out and find out everything that could have gone wrong with this Hudson River project, and he had them come up with backup plans or contingency plans. And their job, these these people who were working for Trump, their job was to come up with these backup plans on every possible thing that can go wrong, everything, all the little details that can go wrong. So they can go to a plan B, a plan C, if those things occurred. So what Trump was doing, he wasn't using positive thinking only. He was using positive thinking and, in a sense, negative thinking, which really is balanced thinking because it's the positive thinking plus the balanced thinking. In this case, he had the plan. So it was, well, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? Oh, we have plan B, we have plan C, in case this comes up. He was prepared. And this is really important. Now, obviously, that's for Trump, but this can apply in anyone's life because when it comes to having financial greater financial greater financial freedom obviously you're going to have plan or strategies in how to get there and along the way certain situations are going to come up so it's wise to prepare in case well what if this comes up what if that comes up and it's not being negative it's just it's being prepared so in a sense you are using the negativity if you will 
but it's really more of a backup. It's so more of a planning a strategy. Plan. Yeah, but yeah. but in all that, you know, you're planning, you're doing, you're looking at both sides, and you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we're emotionally involved in these projects. Speak a little bit about managing emotions and money together in all of this. You know, you see that everything's going downhill, but you're so invested, your emotions say, oh, just put the rest of it in. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, And there's a lot of other emotions involved, too. But talk a little bit about how this relates just to the courage of achieving financial uh, freedom, this emotional tie-up. Basically what it comes down to with imagining these emotions is not getting too up or elated or getting too down. And really the best example of this is what happens when people win the lottery. Yeah, I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. you, I'm sure you, in fact, we might have even spoken about this once before. I believe it's 95% of the people who win the lottery within three years, and I'm talking the big lotto jackpot, within three years, they go back to where they were, and in most cases, even worse off than what they were before. So how in the world can this happen? Well, managing their emotions. Now, you, you take someone who is maybe making thirty-five, forty thousand 40000 a year, and all of a sudden, they have $10 million drop into their lap. You know, they're going to want to buy the house. They're going to have people coming at them wanting to loan the money, business deals, this person coming at them. They're going to want to buy a house. They're going to, you know, it's great to have some of that stuff, but it's also important to be able to save your money and, you know, not get too up about it because when you do that, what happens? You all, all of a sudden, that money is taken from you in a way. Now, obviously, most people don't win the lottery, but this applies to someone who maybe. They got a job promotion and they're making a little more money now. Well, that's great. Good idea to get a savings plan, save some money out, because typically people will make more money. They're going to want to spend more money. So it's a real good idea to be aware of this and also be aware, again, of you know new accountabilities, responsibilities that come along with this so you don't get caught in that trap, so to speak. And and it really is a trap. Mm. Uh, there and we, you know we we forget that we have the ability to say no, and we forget that sometimes we need to say yes. Um, talk a little bit about saying no to some things and people, and saying yes to others as a result of having more financial freedom. We have more money, and so you know, how do we deal with that? Yeah, the toughest part of this is at first dealing with family and then it's with the friends and then the people who maybe are acquaintances that you haven't known because, or, you know, acquaintances that you've known because what happens, you know, people who have been around you, you know, the people that are closest to you, you know, all of a sudden you have this newfound wealth and you're making all this money and your, your priorities are going to shift, your values are going to shift, you're going to be saying yes to new things that are coming into your life. And when you do that, you know, typically saying no to other things, and that might involve family and friends, and they may feel hurt by that. Yeah, and and, and kids especially, they, they're just wired into the fact that there may be a little more money. And you hear interesting things. The other day I heard how much the tooth fairy leaves now, and the how average much? tooth fairy leaves $2. 
you know, it's it's kind of interesting how they can find ways to spend your money. $2. I don't think I ever got money from the tooth fairy. I'm trying to think of what I got here. Um, you know, we're talking we a long got time. a quarter. I and, think, I, yeah, I think about a quarter or maybe, uh, yeah, I think it was a quarter. You know, and, and kids have to wear designer clothes now, and they have to have everything their friends have. It's it's just really interesting how that money can go so quickly. Same thing with allowances, too. What, uh, what's the allowance up to now, about $50? Oh, I have no idea. I, I You know, I... I can't even imagine what kids think they're due. Um, but but talk about when when to say yes. When when is it a good time to say yes? I'd say no to a fifty dollar allowance. By the way, well, obviously it's going to depend on what you're saying yes to. But when you're in those situations, if it involves your family and you're saying yes to something that you're saying no to them about. Take the time and explain to them and say, hey, you know, what I'm saying yes to is going to involve maybe a business deal or making more money. And as a result of that, that can help me, you know, maybe buy you the clothes you want or maybe if the, per- if the teenage, you know, if the person's a teenager, you know, it could help you buy a car. Maybe you know, we can go on vacation. So once other people see that what you're doing is going to benefit them, then you can say yes to those other things and no to them at first. And they'll understand that. And then, as a result, they're going to get all those benefits. And I just gave you some examples of what those could be. Yeah, and it seems to me that at this point, when you're really starting to make significant money, this is when you sit down with them all and say, you know, here's how much we have. Here is how much we can count on. Let's figure out how we want to spend it and still save some. And everybody can see where the money goes, and they all have their say in it. Wouldn't that help? Yeah, that in fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually going to mention that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, because what that does is that that that. I mean, I know it sounds very simple, very basic, but that gives everyone accountability and responsibility to some point regarding money, instead of them yeah. just going out and blowing it. If the kids know that in, if they don't get three new designer outfits, they can maybe have a vacation in the Bahamas or wherever their thing is, you know, that they really want to go or something they really want to do, it seems that that would help silence that constant, can I have, you know, yeah, the, the I, gimme kind of thing. How do you teach people to be grateful for what they have? You know, when it looks like a possibility that they can have everything. Well, I just throw that at you. It's a matter of just really taking a look at what you have now and appreciating that. Whatever it is, it doesn't, you know, it could be as simple as, geez, you know, I've got a pair of shoes or sneakers that I'm wearing that are, you know, relatively nice because there's many people in the world who don't even have that. You can look at that. You can look at the clothes on your back. You can look at the roof that you're living under. Just all the little big things, as I like to call them, they really make a difference. In fact, I'm glad you also brought this up because a, a, a good thing to do is just to have a, a, a gratitude list. I know the way I do it every night, I write, you know, I'm so gifted, grateful, and thankful because blank. And I put in what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for. Very and, simple. And- very simple, and I think it's so important to teach children to do that as well. 
that's the only place I think they're going to get it is from parents who do that. In fact, I think if I had kids at home now, I would sit down every night with them and say, let's talk about what we're grateful for and what wonderful things happened to you today and what are the things you're most grateful for in your life. Yeah, teaching the value of themselves, other people, money, and just, you know, everything that goes on in their life. And, yeah, you know, of course, there's going to be moments that come up that aren't going to go the way you want, but you can also learn how to be grateful in those moments as well. And ask, hey, what am I supposed to learn from this one? Oh, yeah. boy, here's another one. What can I learn? On that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Cheney Weiner about financial freedom. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you ever thought about owning your own business? Are you interested in making more money? Are you interested in becoming focused and super productive? Mark your calendar every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern, and 11 a.m. Central Time to listen and learn from America's business expert, Bill Walsh, on The Rainmaker Show. Bill will share the untold secrets to launch and build a successful company in today's challenging economy. We will also have top success experts and giveaways every week. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel to create success on your terms. Core de Grace. The Heart of Grace is an uplifting program hosted each week by Maria Rodriguez. Each show is made up of pieces of wisdom that you can use in your everyday life, moving ever closer to transformation through inspiration. Your heart knows there is more to come, more beauty, more joy, and more truth. All you need to do is tune in. Maria will help you move toward who you really want to be, becoming a more active co-creator in your world. Core to Grace is heard live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at one 888 346-9141. That's one 346 9141 Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. 
Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Cheney Weiner. Today, we're talking about financial freedom. Um, Cheney, let me ask you this. What are some of the signs people can look for as feedback to tell them if they're on the right track to, to achieving their own financial freedom? Well, first, obviously, is to have a higher value on money and just ask, you know, well, what, you know, how can having more money help? What is most important to me? How can it help and serve my family, my physical health, whatever it is that's most important to you? So once you put that high value on money, this comes, this ties in with the question you asked, well, how can someone tell if they're on track? You know, what kind of feedback could they look for? Well, obviously, this is going to be different for each person. So whatever the situation is for you, look in your life and just look for those little signs that you see that are showing up, that are consistently showing up, surely, you know, slowly but surely showing up. And you'll see. I mean, it could be something as simple as, you're saving, you know, you're maybe taking 50 cents and putting it in a piggy bank every night or, you know, your spare change that you're putting in, just all those little things, things like that. Along with that, well, what else is going on outside that? So, for example, out in, you know, as you go about during your day, you know, well, what's showing up there? Do, do, you know, you can look at your bank account. Is that going a little higher? Just all these little, like, just to give you a quick example, what I do is I have an um, account with Wells Fargo. So what I do is every time I use my debit card, I have this program. It's called Way to Save. Every time I use my debit card, a dollar comes out, goes into my savings. And every month they take, you know, a small amount out, goes into my savings. Just little things like that. And I just watch it grow. It's slowly but surely showing up in my life. Now, I don't have a million dollars dropping in my lap overnight, but it's just little by little it's showing up. And that's just my example, whatever it is for you. So it's just these little, these little big things that make all the difference. Just look for those for feedback. And when you see that, you'll know that you're, you know that you're on track. And then over time, you gain the momentum. And then it really starts to kick in. And that's when you see the big bucks so to speak, coming in. I love the idea of little big things, by the way. And I have that same Wells Fargo account, and it's really a great help. And you can transfer things back and forth if you need to, but but it keeps you on your toes. What would you say to families, and we've talked about this a little bit already, but how would you help families get them all on track and prepare them for, for dealing with money and preparing their mindsets for financial freedom, with, you know, so that they don't just go overboard, so they understand the benefits, they understand the, the risks, the costs, the, you know, all that goes into it. What would you do? Yeah, in just, just in a different way, what I just mentioned, obviously, if you have a 10, 12-year-old child, they're not going to have a, probably not have an account at Wells Fargo, but they can have a piggy bank. They can, they can just, the spare change, you know, you, you put it, it could be a piggy bank, it could be a cup. I know this sounds old-fashioned, but it works. And along with that, have them become more accountable. I know when I was, you know, we spoke about allowances before, I got a $5 allowance per, uh, per week, but I just didn't get it for just being Cheney Weiner. I got it for cleaning my room, mowing the lawn. I had responsibilities. So, again, little big things. Have your children be responsible just in the smallest of ways because it's, it's, 
it's those habits that just snowball into bigger things, and they all start by doing what we're talking about here. And obviously, even though I said it, I'll just say it again because it's that important, always encourage children to save money in some way. It could be a penny a day. It could be a nickel, whatever. It just gets them into that habit because piggy banks become piggy banks. Oh, I like that. Piggy banks become biggie banks. You have a CD, don't you? A CD set called Finding Your Financial Wealth? Yeah. Actually, I have a, um, I have a free training, a three-part Tell- training on that, and that's over at www.iwanttohavefinancialfreedom.com. Wow. Do that again. It's www.iwanttohavefinancialfreedom.com. And I would really encourage people to go get that. What about your CD set? How could people? How can people find you on the internet, your website, and the other things that you have to offer? Yeah, actually, I didn't. Um, it's not a problem. I didn't put it on my site, but I actually have a program on. It's called My Roadmap to Financial Freedom. And if you go www.myroadmaptofinancialfreedom.com, you'll see it there. And that's beyond the CD set because that's got some of what we talked about here, and it goes even deeper. Yeah, you might like to go shopping on Cheney's site if, you know, if you're interested in any number of different ways to improve your life. Uh, and if you're interested in finding out more about financial freedom, I, I would just go shopping on his site because he has all kinds of goodies. And on, on those other two, give those other two again. Because your website yeah. is Cheney Weiner, isn't it? Yeah, com. The free training is www.iwanttohavefinancialfreedom.com. And you just gave another one. Yeah, that's the um, the financial freedom program. That's uh, www.myroadmaptofinancialfreedom.com. Uh, very worthwhile. We're really getting right up close to the end of the program. What's the lesson or message you'd like to leave with our listeners today, Cheney? Well, every person, all of you, each of you has something of tremendous amount of value to contribute to the world, and that's really the key right there, providing value to other people to help them get what they want so they can help other people as well. So whatever that is for you, and yeah, we spoke about money today, but it's the quickest way to really change your financial situation is to come up with a product, a service, an idea that, or, or ideas that provide a tremendous amount of value to people that can enhance their lives so they can help other people enhance their lives as well. Oh, and I think that's an incredibly strong point is if it isn't the, the money isn't an end in itself, but it's the good you can do with it for yourself, your family and everybody else. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah. And it starts with that word you mentioned before, creativity, those big creativity, ideas, that's where it comes from service, all of those good things. Next week's guest is Mike Elias of LaSigs. We're going to be talking about how you can quit smoking. We're going to talk about nicotine replacement. And we're going to talk about those much-talked-about electronic cigarettes that we see in the news these days. Um, Cheney, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll have you back on again one of these days, and we'll talk more about how to have financial freedom or how to use the services you have for people to help them empower 
their own lives. This is Irene Conlon and my guest Cheney Weiner saying thank you for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.